Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast, named one of the best commercial real estate podcasts by Business Insider. I'm your host, Steph Bodrini. We review all aspects of commercial real estate investing and bring the top people in the industry to share their best tips and lessons learned. And in today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing 2023. I am opening the kimono. Did I accomplish my goals or not? What went well? What went wrong? So let's get into it. So first, I'm going to start with what were the goals for 2023 and what have I accomplished within those goals? So with regards to actually purchasing properties, my goals were to purchase six properties worth $5 million each and get one land ready for development in California. My other goal was to sell or convert the car washes. And here is what I accomplished. So I accomplished three properties worth $5 million. However, this was in partnership with two other people that helped me get there. So it's not 100% the way that I wanted, which was for me to find, source, operate the deals. I partnered up with somebody that had found and is operating the deals. So that is a little far from my goal. However, it's worth mentioning that when you put your mind to something, you are at least driving in that direction. As far as the car washes, I did not manage to convert them yet or exit them. They have been definitely my absolute worst investment. And I am very happy that I've invested the first few deals with my own money because you learn the hard lessons with your own money. So these are still being worked on and I'm still exploring both options. One thing that happened was that somebody offered to help me to convert them. And so we are working on that currently. And I will let you guys know when this is out of my life. What were some of the lessons learned here so you can learn from my experience? Number one, absolutely do not get into an asset class that you have no idea about, even though you are a real estate investor and even though you think it's easily transferable, it is not. You need to number the very first thing I would have done differently is to go to a car wash conference and I would talk to people that own car washes and see if this is something that I really want to get into, especially managing it remotely. So it has been very difficult, as you may already know from previous updates, that it has been difficult finding good employees. I literally called everybody in town that owns a similar car wash. I have not been able to find a good employee after my best employee had to leave for personal reasons. So things started to pile up, things started to break, and... We were not able to fix them on time and it just kept getting worse and worse. Uh, plus the fact that I did not want to learn how to manage a car wash. My mind was already into let's just convert them to something else. Another really good lesson learned that I'm going to be applying for all of my future deals. Even though you are in a good city, 
you really want to be very careful about the area within that city. What kind of people hang out in that area? For one of our self-storage facilities, we are in a very good city. However, the location of the facility is not that great. So we've had homeless around and we've had some break-ins. Not that break-ins don't happen in other areas, but after experiencing having facilities in a very good area of town, a very good city, the difference is day and night. In the good cities, people call you back. All of their credit cards always work. (laughs) They are responsible for paying their bills. And rarely, if ever, you have to kick somebody out, you have to go through an auction process. So this is a huge contrast from having a property in a bad part of town. So this is something that is absolutely a criteria moving forward. And I am glad I learned that on my own dime as well. And I just want to note that for that facility, we're not on the red, things are great, but is it, is, it has been a huge contrast from other facilities that are in an excellent side of town where people are very responsible and they are in an upper class. In 2023, I also closed on another facility that was part of my 2022 goals. So that took a full year to close. This was an off-market property. And the reason that we closed are two words, because I know how to count my words, unlike Biden. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. And these words are follow up. So follow up, follow up, follow up. It's something that I reiterate very often in this podcast. This was an off-market property. And we soon found out that the seller hadn't filed his taxes for the last three years. And the bank, of course, is not going to give a loan because they could not confirm the income of the facilities. And we literally were following up with him once or twice a week and sometimes more, sometimes a little bit less, depending on what the last (laughs) feedback was from the seller. We even ended up reaching out to his tax person and speaking with them several times. We really drove this deal to close. This is something that most people would have easily given up and said, ah, this seller is not serious. He's not going to file his taxes. Let's move on to something else. However, follow-up is in my blood. And this is something that we are very good at. And so should you be, because nobody follows up. Very few people follow up with me when they're trying to sell me something or even uh, on a deal that they have very, very few people follow up. And this reminds me that I need to follow up with one of my mentors. So thank you, Stephanie. But on this same note, I want to share a story of this guy that followed up with me. So, you know, people are extremely busy. There are other people hitting them up all day, every day. And you need to stand out. If you just send one email and you don't follow up on that email, be a mentor or a deal that you're working on, you're not going to get that person to pay attention to you. There will be several other people that are right behind you taking your spot with that mentor, let's say. 
A prime example is after the conference that I did this year, this other guy that had reached out to me last year uh, for some advice, just starting in real estate, even though he had his him and his family have experience investing, he went to the conference and he offered to help. And I said, you can help with this if you'd like. And he has been doing a fantastic job. He has kept his word and he is working on the thing that he offered to help with. And so, of course, uh, you know, after we see the results of that, we will very likely partner up on some deals in the future. So offer to be of help to somebody that you would like to learn from. And I am sure there is something that they are struggling with or that is not moving forward for them or bring them a deal, bring them some piece of land, whatever it is, show that you are serious because it's very easy to stand out in in this society somehow. Another thing that did not go 100% according to plan is that my income and real estate investing is not the same still as my sales income as when I was working in tech. I am not counting the equity that I have built because I'm not counting the stocks that I uh, got when I was in sales either. I'm counting pure income. And uh, my plan for this year is A few different things. One of them is to entitle some pieces of land, maybe one or two, and exit those. So either partner up with landowners and get it entitled for, let's say, self-storage, even multifamily, because I have a partner that has a ton of experience with multifamily uh, in California, and sell those entitlements. That will be to get some cash, coming and that will definitely be something that very likely will match and or surpass my sales income. So that is one of the goals this year. As far as what went right this year, there were several things that went well. Thankfully, I'm very thankful to God that they went well. One of them is that I raised $2 million for that opportunity uh, for the three properties. So that was my very first syndication, my very first raise. And as you guys know, it takes an entire team to get things done. You never do things alone. So I'm very grateful for all the people that were involved in that project. Another thing that went well was that I helped my friend host the chief economist of Fannie Mae, Dr. Doug Duncan, for an in-person event in the Bay Area. And that was very successful. We got the 200 people that we were aiming for, and it was a phenomenal event. It was the very first live event that the group had done since COVID. So it was very good to get people there. Another thing that went really well is that I actually launched a book that I never really talked about in this podcast yet. One day I will talk a little bit more, but I was a co-author of a book that became a bestseller in multiple categories on Amazon, and it was a fantastic experience. The book is called The Transformational Journey, Lessons Learned from Business, Life, and Happiness, and Some of my co-authors are Dennis Waitley, 
who is a very well-known speaker. Chris Gronkowski, he's an NFL player, and he is also a founder. Seth Mosley, a three-times Grammy winner. A few other people that are very incredible in real estate. And this was a, a very, very awesome experience. I share the story of what I have done to achieve what I have achieved so far. I share a lot of the failures along the way and also lessons learned. It's a really good book because you get to see that no matter what you are going through in your life, some other people have gone through that and they have come around it and they have succeeded. And it's very inspirational. So I will put the link under show notes. You can grab a Kindle or <clears throat> the actual physical copy on Amazon. Or if you just want um, PDF format of the book, you can reach out to me at montecarlorei.com and I can send you that copy. So I'm an author, guys. <laughs> Another thing that went really well this year is that we did our very first summit. And it again, thank God, it was a fantastic summit. We got uh, the number of people that we were aiming for to attend. We got phenomenal speakers and every single person that I spoke with said that that was a fantastic conference with really good value add. So I am very happy with the results. It was a ton of work. I think I'm going to do it again this year. I'm not 100% sure yet just because it was a lot of work. And so I'm going to be doing some thinking there with regards to is this worth my time or not? And is this aligned with my goals or not? But it was a fantastic win for 2023. And last but not least, I did get a piece of land in contract. We submitted the application to the city in 2023. And we just heard back that they're responding to us in the next few days. So that goal to get one piece of land ready for development has been completed. I am extremely excited about this. It is very scary because you are paying $20,000 bills, $15,000 bills, $10,000 bills to your civil engineer, to your architect for your phase one report. And it it's an unknown. So, you know, it's about $150,000 cost without you knowing for sure if you're going to get it approved. However, of course, there's a lot of homework that you can do beforehand to be very certain that you're going to get this approved. And that includes having phone calls with the city and getting their initial feedback on having such a project at that parcel. So that has been a fantastic experience. We're aiming for 90,000 square feet of self-storage in California and more to come. <laughs> we have a couple of other pieces of land that we're very close to getting in contract and very excited about. And uh, I am still finishing my goals for 2024. And they do include having a couple more pieces of land ready for development, as well as purchasing four $5 million properties and two $10 million properties. And of course, this is a very big, hairy, audacious goal. But if you don't have goals, you're not going to work towards them. So 
it is really important, even if you're behind on your previous year goals, to have those goals. Other goals will include also, as I mentioned earlier, exiting some entitlements, maybe one or two. I can't wait for 2024. I'm excited, I'm scared and nervous, but I'm feeling very confident with the goals for 2024. One thing that someone recommended is the 12-week year book. And I am halfway there. You basically come up with a plan to create a full year worth of goals and get that done in 12 weeks. So every quarter you have a lot more accomplished because you're a lot more focused. So I recommend you reading that book, the 12-week year if you want to move faster on your goals and reach out to me if you have any questions, if you'd like a PDF of uh, my book. And I hope you all have an incredible and very successful 2024 and may everyone in your life and yourself be very blessed and may all areas of your life be wonderful this year and all of the following years. And I will see you next time.